Yo, yo, Jim. Hey, Patrick. Let's do a podcast. All right. What's up, buddy? Uh, welcome to episode 56, the uh, the Mark Burley episode, I would say. Yeah, LT. Oh, yeah, Lawrence Taylor. That's a good one. Uh, LT Steven. and Tecmo. That's got to yeah. be a line in a hip-hop song. Faster than LT and Tecmo. He was one of the... One of the standouts of that game. Yeah, everyone talks about Bo, but LT on defense was a game changer. Oh, definitely. He was trailing Coke behind him. <laughs> uh, Steven, a listener, reached out and suggested um, Randy Arena from the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, there's a 56 playing currently. I didn't realize that. Who just had a big postseason? Oh, yeah, he had a huge postseason. That, that goes back to what we were saying, these players with the high numbers. Changing the game. I was going to say about Burley, I was just going to say, I, I had tickets to the perfect game. What? We had season tickets that year, me and my buddies. And it was just one of those, like a Thursday day game. One of those games, like, ah, just we're, we're not going. We're, we're going to go on the weekend. And I had the tickets. Didn't go. Like, during the game, did you, did you start thinking about it at any point? No, I was just like, the tickets were at home. I was at work. I remember listening to it on the radio. I was at a game um, in Milwaukee where he pitched and hit a home run, and they won one nothing. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. You it was there? like the most Mark Burley game ever. It's just like, we're going to be out of here in two and a half hours. I'll do everything. Just, just catch the ball behind me. It was perfect. It was awesome. Mark Burley is a great example of how hard it is to get into the Hall of Fame because he had an <laughs> unbelievable career, so many great moments, so many achievements, not a Hall of Famer. And when you look at numbers, it's not even going to be close. And I don't know we'll ever see 300 ever again. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you look at it again, like Jamie Moyer pitched for a thousand years and had like 230 wins. It's just, it's just not the way the game is set up anymore. It's a different time, man. Things are changing. People are getting older. Jim Flanagan's going to be ah. 40 this week. Woo. Oh man. It is. Uh, but before we even get there though, um, Katie, uh, one of our Katie McCarthy pointed out, that it is uh, Pat McGann's half birthday the day before my birthday. Oh, that's right. 11-16. <laughs> she wanted to send me a reminder because uh, after all the shit you gave me for forgetting your birthday, she wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to be in trouble again. She also well, said she listens with her kids, so maybe I shouldn't have said shit right off the bat, but I'd like to apologize for that. Her kids are probably home with them during the pandemic all year. Everyone's swearing more. Kids are used to it. <laughs> Good point. And I love this. Uh, Katie's a, a longtime listener um, who, who has reached out several times. I just want to mention this real quick. Uh, she, she signed off at the end. Um, target female demographic, proud Brimley, fellow Scorpio and Dayton Flyer. Like she checks Ooh. all the boxes on this show. Fellow Scorpio. So then she's, she's the same birthday as you then. At, she's the same birthday as your half birthday. So happy, uh, happy birthday to happy belated by the time this comes out to uh, Katie McCarthy. Yeah, happy birthday, Katie. Dude, my half birthday is completely overshadowed by your birthday and Sarah's birthday, which is the 18th. Oh, it's great. What a week. The two of you. I got to <laughs> think about you all week. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh. Scorpios. I was reading about Scorpios. It says very passionate about life. And hip hop, <laughs> what? Love, love to love to cycle in denim. Oh my god, that's me! No, they said it resourceful. I thought, I thought about you in the woods, <laughs> getting out of the uh, getting out of that pickle. That was resourceless. I had nothing on me. What an idiot! While we're on pickle, they just said the word pickle, and I heard a great bit. This I had lunch. Uh, Sarah and I had lunch with a couple down the street, 
um, he was telling me about a bit that they did for years, no pickles. Every time you order something, no matter what you order, you say no pickles. Uh, Diet Coke, no pickles. Yeah, I'll go with the lobster, no pickles. <laughs> that was a good ongoing bit. Absolutely. But back to your birthday, Jim. I'm very excited. Um, 40 is a milestone, bud. This is uh, something we, we got to recognize. It's a big one, man. It's, uh, it feels different. Like just going from 20 to 30, you know, okay, right? But 30 to 40, that's a little bigger. I don't know. It feels bigger. It is feels that how you're bigger. aging? 10 years at a time? I like to look at the decade, really. <laughs> I round everything down until... Going from 30 to 40. 30s to 40. It's a big one, dude. It's, um, it's nothing. I, I look at it when I turned 40, it was like, that was easy. Yeah. Now it's like, whatever, you, whatever age you are now is the hardest age because it's the most difficult time of our lives. <laughs> For sure. I was already going to have a midlife crisis, but now I got to do it in the middle of another crisis. Can't even have my own crisis. Everyone's going through a crisis while I am. You're I catching agree. up, dude. Yeah, man, it'll, uh, it's going to feel weird to just say I'm in my 40s, just to, to have that now. I think that's really the only difference. I mean, and just kinda, start volunteering that information. <laughs> I'm going to stop volunteering any information about my age. It's more likely. <laughs> hey, how do you want us to bring you up? Uh, tell them I was on Comedy Central and I'm in my 40s. <laughs> only one of those things is going to be true. That's the worst part. <laughs> I was looking at Scorpio because I was wondering, um, you know, because Sarah's a Scorpio too, so. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that we are very compatible. That's probably why this podcast works. <laughs> it's, it's definitely good. What is, uh, what are you again? I know your birthday obviously being May 16th. I'd never forget it, but what is the, uh, I'm a Taurus. Taurus. All right. I drove one of those for a while. So I'm, it's always the same descriptions when you, I, I'm not into the Zodiac stuff. When you read it, it's like, it's always super passionate, very stubborn. <laughs> we'll love you if you love them back. It's always <laughs> Real simple shit that they're going to go, that's me, of course. Where are the pieces of shit on the Zodiac sign? Because there's a lot in life, but you're never like, oh, look, oh, Gemini here. Losers. Never going to be anything. If you were born between May and June, very. Virgos hate facts. <laughs> Passive aggressive, yeah. <laughs> Science denier. They said that you like facts, the Scorpio. That is a fact, Patrick. Yeah, it is. That is. I never got into the... Uh, astrology stuff either i don't really understand it at all i uh i'm with you i think that everything it says is just the same thing right they just use synonyms is they have a thesaurus next to them <laughs> yeah like, scorpios are resourceful virgos are good at finding stuff just like the same <laughs> descriptions with just different words it's like the uh the chinese calendar when you match up the year you're born what year you the year of the dragon <laughs> year of the do you know what you which one you are i, I think don't. i'm dragon are you dragon? I believe so. I'm dragon today. I've had a, hey! I've had a rough one. Come on now. <laughs> so you got the November 17th birthday. Do you know who you share the birthday with? I was looking at some, uh, you got some good company there. You're the monkey was, uh, was when I was born in 1980. That's real quick. Um, oh, I've been monkeying around. Oh, come on. Um, no, I don't know who I share a birthday with. Tell me some of the, uh, or let me guess some of the uh, November births out there. You got a great director. Steven Spielberg. He's a very good director. Not on your birthday, though. This okay. guy goes by, um, let's see, first name kind of guy. Lawrence. This is a one, tough one to, to hot dog. Uh, Lawrence. I'll go with... Uh, Martin Scorsese. <sighs> yes, it is. <laughs> I was just about to hot dog score. Martin Lawrence. I finally figured that out. That took yeah. me way too long. How about Tartable 
of Knicks. <laughs> Kenny of Knicks. It's a Southside Pizza joint. Tartable. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, really? One of my favorite actors. You talk about 300-game winner. This guy had your same birthday. He just uh, checked out, too. Bobby Gibson? No, the other guy. Waddle Alan Thick. <laughs> what? Waddle Growing Pains. Tom Therapist? What, um, was their, what was their family name? Oh, Tom Seaver, of course. There you go. <laughs> That's amazing. And Jim, Jim Beheim, too. Jim Beheim ah, has a birthday. Syracuse uh, Orange head coach, former Syracuse Orange head coach. I was, trying to, I was watching a little football today, which I have not done all year, and it is very weird uh, calling them the Washington football team the entire time. Yeah, obviously they took away the name and they haven't decided on a new one yet. They're just letting it breathe this year. So just a big W on their helmets. And that's the, the only W. Team. Yeah, that's the only W they have. I mean, they're <laughs> very, very bad. But just, and the Washington football team takes the field. That's got to be yeah. a great memorabilia to purchase. I can't get into it this year. I'm just not watching really any, any football. I've we were the, my high school was the Redskins and they changed our name. Oh yeah? What are they now? Um, just, they're just the high school. <laughs> Just the, the, like the Washington football team? Is that what the they're Mar- The Marist High School team. No, they're the Red Hawks. They, they okay. changed it years ago. They were way ahead of it. It's one of my favorite Onion articles about the, uh, the Redskins owner. Mm-hmm. Like, they won't, he won't change a name. And they, then they call him every offensive name in the book during the article. <laughs> I'm not going to quote it here out of context, but you can check that one out. Speaking of stories, I'm not going to tell on this podcast, but have you ever, uh, are you familiar with the story of the uh, Pekin High School mascot? Oh, yeah, for sure. What a, I mean, just some crazy, crazy shit out there. Because they say that they were, uh, if you turn the world upside down, the other side, it's Peking, China. Right. And that was their way to justify it. (laughs) That was their honoring them. But they eventually changed that too, didn't they? Like in the 80s. Oh, wow. It took way too long because that's not, I mean, that's a word you can't say. You know what I mean? And oh, I'm, for sure. Like, just for them to, yeah. And the, the logo was just as offensive. So then they changed it to the dragons. They're known for being so culturally sensitive, they can handle that one well. They're now the <laughs> peaking dragons. So I've had a week leading up to this, man. I, uh, I'm, I, I've told you this. I'm, uh, I'm getting some new flooring done at my place this week, which means I have to box up all of my possessions and, and put them into one room and then eventually move them to a different room as they go like day by day, you know, right. I don't have a ton of space, but I hoard a lot of shit. I realized that about myself. I have like, I have like red and white TV cables. Like I'm going to, like I'm going to find a television from the nineties again, all of a sudden that I need. I don't understand why I, I need to get rid of stuff, man. It's a good time to purge, man. You're turning 40. It's time to rebrand. You got some new flooring coming in. It's great. What kind of flooring are you getting? I'm getting fake wood. There you go. Yeah, modernizing with the times. Tearing um, that shag carpet out. At, uh... Yeah, man, this carpet, oof. This carpet could tell some stories. It's about 15 years old, and uh, it is. <laughs> it's crazy to see the unevenness of it. Like, my spare bedroom just isn't used a lot, you know? So oh, you like, got, like, the paths that are certain, <laughs> certain <laughs> paths are beat down. I mean, my hallway from me pacing all of the time is just, it's awful. It's gross. So I'm that's happens that. with the hardwood too. I mean, we got the hardwood floors and like in front of the fridge, it's like <laughs> in front of the, you know, where, the, where you make coffee. That's a high traffic area. There's sure. some smooth places, but you know, there's some places that are a little bit more 
you always picture like a, a baseball field, right? That's kind of like made up over time. Mm-hmm. Just beat down that home plate area. <laughs> right. It just becomes like a dirt circle. <laughs> exactly. That's my whole place is the dirt circle at this point. <laughs> the whole thing is just beat up. Is it all carpeted? It's all car. Well, kitchen and bathroom are uh, are tile. The kitchen's gonna go to wood, and then I'm gonna keep the bathroom's tile. Nobody really does carpet that much anymore. Not really. I grew up with carpeting, man. We had like white carpeting. We didn't have much hardwood. Isn't that crazy? That, that was never, like a thing. Yeah, I've never lived on wood floors. I'm interested in seeing. Do I need slippers? What's going on here? Talk to me. What do I need to do? I have uh, flip, like flip flops. I wear. Ufos. You ever hear of Ufos? I've not heard oh, of Ufos. Oh, great brand. Yeah? Yeah, dude. I'm not big on being barefoot. Walking <laughs> no? around. No, it jacks up my feet. I'll get like that plantar fasciitis or something. Yeah, I get that stuff too. So I get it. I, that's why I need something. Yeah, so slip in those. All dude, right. You're set. You'll, you'll get hooked on them. I'll treat myself to some Ufos for the big four row. That seems like a... Let me right send those to you for your birthday, buddy. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, I already no, got no. something on its way. It hasn't shown up yet. Anyway, no. I don't want to ruin a surprise, but it's coming. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you. You're not sending me UFOs for my birthday. <laughs> the thing is, I want to purge so much stuff now, but it's also 20 degrees and I have to take it outside. So I'm convincing myself that it's okay to wait. <laughs> like, no, I, I need all these books. Maybe I'll read them again. Yeah, you need them for your Zoom background, dude. I really do. How, how come you have to move the stuff? They can't move the stuff as they go? They'll move like the heavy furniture, but everything else has to be all boxed up. So they'll move like the couch and, and this uh, buffet behind me, I believe would be the right term for it. This credenza, if you will, I will. Um, uh, they'll move things like that, but I've got to have everything else out of here for them. So just a pain in the ass because there's not a whole lot of space, you know, I'm in 900 square feet and I don't, what, I have like 20 coffee table books. I don't even have a coffee table. Why do I do this? Why do I, oh, why do I own But this? you have a buffet? Uh, just a big... <laughs> Do you call it that? No, I've been trying to figure out what it is. And someone suggested buffet. It's a buffet. We used to call it. We had something growing up in our house. We called the buffet. It's in the buffet. Did you really? Like, really? Is there, are there crab legs there too? <laughs> Some shrimp? Keep all my stuff behind sneeze guards. Credenza too. My grandma had a credenza. That's a, I picture credenza is like the, the base. And then it's like a glass top, oh. right? That you can like put stuff in. Okay, this is just the bottom part. Would you consider it's like nine drawers? Yeah, that's a that's that like a, a buffet. A little. I think so, right? Yeah, nice, buddy. You got some nice little piece of furniture in there. Actually, <laughs> you've been trailing on uh, planet Earth for forty years. You've collected some nice, some nice Every pieces. Once in a while, you know. Every once in a while. Yeah, man. Are you excited about? Um, are you have anything lined up? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do absolutely nothing. Um, I'm going to celebrate in solitude. I, um, I did get to see uh, a couple of friends briefly this weekend, which uh, was nice. Um, and a couple of listeners. Um, one, uh, Terry got me a, a very nice book of strange, strange history. Oh, yeah? Strange facts. That seems right up the alley of this podcast. Sure does. So I think that might come up at some point. And then uh, Courtney made me some amazing cupcakes that involved pictures of things like bicycles and jeans and other things we've spoken about on this podcast, which was very, very nice. That's great, dude. That's That's thoughtful. It is. It's very cool to see people listening to stuff like that. But I love that that's the thing that people that sticks out to people about this podcast is that I bike in jeans. It's the takeaway. Because we always mention that. (laughs) It's like what has more 
references. You and Jeans are the cat, man. Either way, they're both uh, catching up to Wilfred Brimley pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm falling apart on my way to 40, though. I, uh, we had a conversation last week. I, do you know that it was caught on tape? I wonder if I can find the audio. After we finished recording last week, um, we were still talking on the Zoom. And uh, I had a... Uh, oh, gosh, when you turned around and... <laughs> this giant growth on my neck everything is fine uh it's been taken care of it is thank god <laughs> so did they drain that thing it did uh how long did that take <laughs> oh my god i'm feeling uncomfortable about it and i'm like pat can i show you uh the worst thing that's happened to me this week and you're like oh i already saw it i've, I've already seen it <laughs> was it like distracting you during the last episode you're like watching I, did, it? I didn't see it until you did like turn at some point and I didn't see it while we we uh, recorded. I saw it okay. at the end when you turned around for something, and it was like talking to me. <laughs> I had like a Dude. giant lump on the side of my neck. I saw it because it had its own square in the Zoom call. <laughs> it was its own. And I was like, "Who's who joined the call? Unmute yourself." <laughs> hey, Pat, have you met my roommate? <laughs> Just said Jim Sist in the in the name tag area. <laughs> Oh my God. So then what they do, I'm like, Hey, listen, I got to get rid of this thing. I, I, I don't want it, you know, up. So what they do then is they this drain gotta, it. This thing's got to leave the meeting. <laughs> so they do is they drain it and then they replace it with a bandage, uh, the size of my entire neck. Oh, wow. And then they're like, also, by the way, uh, they called me to tell me, Hey, we forgot to mention this. Um, soak the bandage before you take it off. What do you mean? Like, soak it so shower and then rip it off so it's soaking wet so it doesn't just tear your skin off thank god they remembered last minute to call with that vital information <laughs> yeah because this thing took up my entire neck i'm like i need this to be less obvious like no problem we'll just we'll just tape your entire neck up half your beard's gone like 40 year old virgin <laughs> what did they say where did that come from they have no idea. It was, it, it's nothing. It's uh, benign. Is that the good one? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I should have asked them that, but they said it was <laughs> like, it's benign. I was like, whew. I hope that, that means what I think it means. Benign by nine. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, oh my God. What did they drain that into? <laughs> I have no idea. I couldn't see it or anything. And I was like, can I take a video of this? And he was like, really? I, like, I don't know. I wanted to know what they were doing. Um, but it would have been like my hand was in the way. So he was like, no, you can't. I was like, okay. They had to like give me shots. Uh, oh, wow. It was, I mean, it was fine, but it was a little bit of a process. <laughs> Did you nine, see any re reaction? No. When, you, when they were like, <laughs> when you walked in, you're like, I have a, like, we see it. <laughs> we know. They were talking to it. <laughs> they were like, they thought it was me. And they're like, they handed you handed both of you a clipboard <laughs> you got to fill these out and spread Siamese out. twins in the lobby <laughs> spread out that thing should have a mask on <laughs> no thank god you're right dude that's uh let me see look at yeah yeah it's gone bud it's yeah it's pretty much gone back there's a wow bit. but here's the thing too though they're like by the way these things they're like we're not gonna you know remove it unless we have to there's a chance it could rebuild I'm like, will it come back stronger? Like, <laughs> what happens? Gonna come back with a vengeance. Just like we just had a down year. We're just gonna call ourselves the Washington football team for a season, and then we're gonna we're gonna rebuild and come back stronger than ever. Well, I'm glad you got that thing addressed, dude. All taken care of.
What about you? What are you guys doing to, how are you keeping the kids busy and all this? Um, this weekend, we, like, we had a good day Saturday. Boys are playing hockey outside, ball hockey. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so they're not on skates. They're just running around like hoodlums. Is this a league? It's a league, yeah. They got like a legit little, I don't know if you call it a rink, but yeah, I guess a court. It's nice. I mean, it's, it's legit, good setup. Um, they're just learning. So they don't really, you know, they're just picking up the game, but it's good for them. And they're all outside. That's a lot nice. of, a lot of pads. I never played hockey. A lot of pads, dude. Like practices at 11, you got to be making your way there at 10, 15, you know, you're getting dressed in the parking lot. Yeah. They got elbow pads, shin pads. You got to tape the shin pads on them because they're outside. And then you got the helmet mask. You would think if you need that many things, it's like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing this then. Like anything you have to gear up that much for. <laughs> yeah, because they are they're whacking at every, you know, you get whacked and then they got the gloves too, the hockey gloves. So the they, they love it because they're getting dressed up for like battle. Absolutely. Like putting this stuff. They don't know how to put any of it on. <laughs> you just so yeah, you guys just have to practice getting dressed. Like just take these pads in the house and just practice getting dressed. Should be the first year. And there's so many straps. And I realize I'm not like good with the uh fastening straps mm-hmm. sometimes they're such a pain in the ass and then i'll have the helmet on them already and then you gotta tighten it so you're jacking their neck around sure we used to play ball hockey in the street as kids you know, i mean we the only thing we had to worry about was just moving the net when a car came we should have had the pads <laughs> yeah so how long is the uh hockey season it goes all winter i mean it's gonna be brutal out there i don't know how they're gonna handle the cold and like you know you can go out and watch practice for a little bit but then i can go hide in the car that's perfect yeah, so it was um, – I watched for a little bit. Like the, You don't want to be like hawking the coach. Let the guy coach, you know? Right. It's distracting if the kids are – but some parents are out there, you know, and they're yelling over the, the fence. It's like, just shut up. Was hockey an option when you were a kid? Um, we played floor hockey at, like, you know, it was Chicago Park District. It was nothing. We played in our socks. It was like, you know, they were – having meetings there before we came in it was like an all-purpose room it wasn't like this is where we play hockey they're like all right let's go let's move all this shit take your shoes off you know they were like leaving play practice as we walked in with hockey sticks (laughs) i don't even think we had yeah i mean i guess we probably had floor hockey as an option at some point it was just it was such an expensive thing to get into real hockey yeah so real hockey was not big around here when i got to high school we had a team and it was it was like a club team but they were legit and they played, uh, you know, at Southwest Ice Arena. And, but no, we were never, it was never like our thing. I remember them freezing um, a rink up at the park, like only a couple of times. It wasn't like an annual thing. And then I never had skates. Yeah, me you know? I don't know how to ice skate. No? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I can't like skate backwards. And it is fun to get out there and skate. Our kids took skating last year. And now, but, Flora, so you're kind of eventually this getting year, ready to this, be hockey players? This year is just outside. You know, I was always trying to avoid the hockey because of my travel and all that, and I couldn't be around. And you see how this is such a time commitment. Yeah. So, but, you know, Luke's really into it. Elliot's enjoying it too, but I could see them kind of getting hooked on it. I feel like uh, the biggest lure of learning how to ice skate is doing that thing where you stop sideways and shoot ice up at people. Oh, yeah. That's like the one reason oh. I would want to learn how to ice skate is just to stop. Shave, shave some ice with the with the blade. Just get a little, little frosty. I, I thought you were going to say triple axle. <laughs> Why you want to learn? I remember like when they would do all that nonsense on the rink. 
And then um, I was like, how come no one ever does like a flip or anything? And they're like, oh, they did back in the day that uh, that Scott Hamilton dude, I think. Oh, yeah, really? Flips out there on the on the rink. Wow. Remember, um, there was a great SNL skit with the ice skating Tom Hanks. He had like the the guns. He's out there in like a cowboy outfit. (laughs) So out of breath. The scores are coming in. They're not good. Scores are not good. Can you name some some figure skaters of old? I'm I'm not sure who's a figure skater and who's a gymnast <laughs> half the time. I don't really. Um, is Christy Yamaguchi a skater? She is a skater. You make it sound like like there. She's got a skateboard. At, she's up at the park with Tony Hawk. <laughs> is Christy Yamaguchi a skater? Did she wear Vision Streetwear? She have like the bangs on one side, the baggy clothes. Um. Watch a, a movie the other night that I was going to tell you about. I don't know. I never really saw Beetlejuice. Have you seen it? Like start to finish? Been a long time, but yes, I have. Yeah, I, I, I kind of realized like I don't think I had the patience to sit through like a Tim Burton movie back in the day because I never really watched Edward Scissorhands mm-hmm. all the way. I didn't really never watch this one, but it was good. Not not yeah. great. And it's like Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton doesn't show up to like forty minutes into the movie. Right, right. What did the kids think of it? Um, they were kind of into it. You know, it's there's some scary things for kids, but they make it funny almost. Okay. I mean, it's PG-13, but all those rules are out the windows these days. We're sure. looking for something to watch. Absolutely. But, man, that cast is pretty legit. You got Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, um, Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, that freak from – Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he got like busted for child porn or something. That dude, Mr. Rooney. Oh, Ed Rooney. He had some, he like pled no contest or something. I don't know what that means. Okay. But, um, Robert Dick Goulet. Cabot? Dick Cavett is in there. Yeah. Robert Goulet is in there. Yeah. Harry Belafonte. Oh, yeah. He's got the song. Is he in it too? It says he is. He's listed in the full cast. Oh, yeah, that dinner kind of, scene. I forgot about that song and the dinner scene. That is solid. Yeah, but it's so strange, too. It's so it? strange. That whole yeah. movie is weird. Yeah, it's very Tim Burton. Absolutely. Oh, that's great, man. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad the kids got to enjoy it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever... I think it's the only one I've ever seen, and it was when I was a kid. Yeah, we watched that, and then we watched this movie, Peanut, Peanut Butter Falcon. What's that all about? Shia, Shia LaBeouf. How do you say his name? I have no idea. But you ever know how to say his name? Shia LaBeef. <laughs> it's with um, Shia LaBeouf. It's Shia LaBeouf and um, Dakota Johnson. It's about a kid who's got Down syndrome. He breaks out of a, a home where he's living and doesn't want to live in. Bruce Dern is in it. Who I didn't even know he was still alive. No, me either. Bruce Dern of Burbs fame. Burbs, great movie. Yeah. I love that one. Man, where are you going, Geppetto? Did you see Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf <laughs> recently on uh, on I think it was on Conan when they did like a table read of uh, yeah yeah he was like was he out of his mind was he bombed was he he was Spicoli and he was uh, method acting he was <laughs> there's just like plumes of smoke coming out and Brad Pitt's just <laughs> staring at him on a Zoom call like what the hell are you doing? What are you doing, Shaiul? <laughs> hey, what's shit, shit, LaBeouf? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, was he was he just stoned on that? I'm pretty sure he was. I mean, at least stoned. I don't know what else, but it's great. Half the time you feel like he is Spicoli. The other half the time you feel like he has no idea where he is. What else do you have going on this week? Anything? Um, not a lot, man. I'm trying to get to – I'm hosting the Chicago Midwest Emmys. So I'm oh, yeah. gearing up for that. We got to do, go downtown, and uh, we jumped around a bunch of different spots for, like, some stand-up um, – locations just like announcing other presenters it's all virtual okay so still have a little bit more to do and that's gonna um that's street they're streaming it on saturday night oh, okay so it's fun it's you know cool to be asked to do it again and um like i said it's virtual and it's uh different you know it's so yeah. weird that you got to pre do all this stuff ahead of time right uh, but how are you um like, are you, so are you working pretty much solo, just you and your crew? And then are, are you doing, are you doing some pre-tape bits? What are you working on? I just have to do like a monologue style thing. And then I want to do, um, trying to set up like a, a pre-tape bit with uh, local like newscasters and stuff. I don't know if it's going to work, but the idea is just like a Zoom happy hour. Oh, and awesome. I don't really want to write anything out. Let's just do it. If people are cool with it and hang for 20 minutes, tape it, and then we could cut it up. There you go. But who knows? You're trying to get everybody together? Yeah, I'm going to try, but maybe I'll give them a few windows if they can't make it. So, but who knows if that will even happen? Isn't it like, do you feel that way? It's like, I'm going to do this, and then it's just like, it's just not going to happen. Everything is tentative. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just feel like every plan I've made, every appointment, every show that I've booked, it's just like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, let's see what happens. And then right. most of the time, by the time it gets there, it's like, nope. Yeah. That's what I'm doing this week, man. And then um, clean out the yard, did some raking leaves, cleaned out the garage, getting ready to hunker down, man. We are about to get back in. It changed so quickly, too. We had like 70 degrees last week. When they Last weekend, it was 70 degrees. I walked downstairs, and they had like a salt bucket out by every door in the complex. And it was like, it's set, what, what are these, for margaritas? Yeah, what was that? It is for like for ice. You know what I mean? Like just a bucket of salt with a cup in it for ice. But oh, it was 70 yeah, yeah. degrees. It's like we're not going to need this anytime soon. Well, that's then, nice. They uh, deliver it. You don't have to get that yourself. Uh, just for the common areas. That's probably to limit their liability. Oh, okay. Make sure no one falls and uh, tries to sue the complex. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen with this. Uh, hopefully, the weather holds out. We can get some more because it was so nice this week. There's going to be a couple of decent days. Good. Today was freezing. Windy, so windy. Yeah, once I came home, I talked to you this morning, and once I came home from that, like, um, I just, uh, I've been like afraid to, like, I just hear the wind beating the beating down the door, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna stay inside for the remainder of the day. Yeah, there's nothing doing out there. I'm not gonna take garbage out or anything. We were talking baseball a little bit earlier. You've been out there with uh, Ralphie quite a bit lately, huh? Every time I talk to you, you're out there playing fetch. Dude, I swear to God, I don't even know if I can keep it up because my arm is like shot. I had a scallop back. Like I was like starting to think about like pitch count. <laughs> Played fast. A few days last week, we were doing like two days, mm -hmm. a morning and an evening session. And, and my arm is just like shot. It rained one day, took a day off. And but you see people out there with those scoop things, like they yeah. fling them. And they fling them, and it's just like I, I always like that looks ridiculous. Yeah. Plus, it's it's fake distance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's like you're not doing the work, but it also looks kind of fun. <laughs> you know it I'm does. Saying? It kind of look. Yeah. I don't even know why I care. It's like 
what am I going to do? Like tear my rotator cuff? <laughs> I need job. to just get one. <laughs> Otherwise I'm going to be sidelined. That's great. Throwing underhand. I don't want to say like throw like a girl, but you know how women throw a ball in softball? Yes, in softball, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's how I okay. was throwing at the end of one of the sessions recently. It's like maybe it's time to get a scoop. Are you doing full? It's like it looks like a highlight thing, like a uh, yeah. or a, what do you call that? The mini lacrosse, like like as kids we used to play lacrosse, but with like cut off milk jugs. Did you guys do that too? No. Oh, that sounds awesome. It was you just... born. You turning forty or eighty? <laughs> what were you playing with? Milk we cartons? Were... Yeah, like not cartons, like the milk, the plastic ones, and they'd cut the bottom off of it. But you had it upside down. You left the lid on, right? So <laughs> there was no milk in there at the time. It's empty. Let me let me. I like this. Get a picture. And uh, so you're. So it's gotta be it. the gallon thing. Yeah. So you're holding it like, a, and you scoop up that way. And uh, maybe that was just my broke high school's way of like pretending we had lacrosse. That's that's phenomenal. Maybe we were just poorer than I thought. My high school was like, hey, we're gonna play basketball the way James Naismith used to. <laughs> Here's a peach <laughs> basket. Maybe we were just poorer. <laughs> did you play baseball with a broomstick we did we did we uh we learned stickball and did a lot of uh a lot of square dancing in uh in pe class that's i love that dude the highlight i was just gonna say remember the first time seeing that word trying to read that <laughs> what is that what is this jaylay <laughs> shia labouf <laughs> All right, dude, I, got, I, I might have a little trivia for you, a little All trivia right. session, a quick session. Let's this was a, uh, a listener sent me this. A listener sent this to me, said that thought this would be interesting for the, for the all over the place. I love it. I'm in. It's, it's trivia. A there is a theme. It's presidential. You mentioned that the Bidens will be bringing some canines back onto the premises of 1600. Yeah, major. I think it's just one dog. I was uh, incorrect about that. Like many things that our listeners are kind of. I think it's two. Out. I've seen pictures. No, did one, right. one of them die? I know Major is a rescue. That's uh, he's like the first. Maybe the other one isn't a rescue. I don't really know, Pat. Well, Someone anyway, for sure though. They're bringing dogs back in there. Um, and this is all about pets, presidential pets. Oh, I love this. All right, let's go. So, who, who do you think? I'll give you some choices too. Um, Laddie Boy, Laddie Boy. That was the name of the dog was the first celebrity White House pet belonged to which 1920s president? Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, or Wilson? Ooh, Harding doesn't seem cool enough. I think uh, Laddie Boy is a Hoover dog, but part of me wants to say Wilson. I'm going Hoover. There's a joke, an old joke with a dog named Laddie. And uh, boy comes home and the mom's like, I got some bad news. Uh, Laddie died. And he's just like, doesn't care at all and it's like oh really you know walks out the door then comes back in crying that he he can't find his dog and his mom's like i told you laddie died and she goes he's the kid's like i thought you said daddy died oh, <laughs> oh my god who told you this joke sarah <laughs> you're like my children <laughs> it's like one of sarah's favorite jokes the kids sit around they're like tell it again <laughs> um all right, you you said Hoover. Hoover. It is Harding. Oh man, I specifically ruled him out. 
President Harding, who never had children with his wife, Florence, loved his dog so much he had a thousand miniature replicas of Laddie Boy created and would often hand them out to supporters. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Miniature bronze replicas of Laddie Boy. A thousand of them. And they gave them to the developers of Monopoly. <laughs> they were used to. Well done. All right, here's one. Calvin Coolidge's pet, Rebecca, was what kind of uncommon domesticated animal? This is Calvin Coolidge's pet, Rebecca. Rebecca. Uncommon domesticated animal. I'm going to go I'll with the monkey. Choices. Okay. Uh, monkey's not even one of the choices. Cool, cool. I love that. I'm it's a great guess. Monkey. I'm not going it's Such a good guess. <laughs> it's the year I was born, you know? <laughs> one of these guesses is alligator. Uh, did you see the alligator in Naples? No. What happened there? It, it was trending. It was like a, it's the biggest alligator you'll ever see. It's like a dinosaur. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Just walking across a golf course. Look at that thing. It's like the thing on my neck of alligators. <laughs> it is. That's unbelievable. You would be on that hole. Like, uh, guys, there's a, uh, there's an alligator like we know we see it <laughs> that's awesome all right calvin coolidge's pet is it a ferret an alligator a raccoon or a komodo dragon komodo dragon was my second guess although i want to pick ferret i'm gonna go komodo dragon okay you'd be wrong with all of them <laughs> you could pick ferret too are we sure it's not a monkey are we positive <laughs> It's, it was an alliterative name, Rebecca the Raccoon. Rebecca the Raccoon. Oh, that's, yeah. wow. At the time, raccoon meat was not considered unusual. Really? Okay. He received a raccoon from Mississippi intended as an ingredient for the 1926 Thanksgiving Jeez. dinner. Coolidge decided to adopt it instead, and uh, they made a treehouse for him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Kind of <laughs> strange, but interesting. I would never have guessed a raccoon. Clearly, by the fact that I didn't. <laughs> I even guessed things that weren't on the list over raccoon. My buddy had a ferret when he was single, and I used to always give him shit about it. Like, what do you have a ferret for? <laughs> you're like 25. You're on your own. You're bringing people home, and they're going to see your ferret. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the thing died. We had an ongoing joke about how he had to get it airlifted to. <laughs> he was airlifted to Cedar Sinai, which I don't even know if that. Do we have a Cedar Sinai in Chicago? That's just no. a, like a well known hospital. This sounds good. This sounds good. Oh, Walter Reed taking care of that ferret. <laughs> the ferret was airlifted to Walter Reed. Why? There's so many other closer hospitals. <laughs> Also, hospitals that work on animals. <laughs> All right. Have Which president? A... Go ahead. No, have you ever had a weird pet? I had a, a parakeet. I told you that, how I caught the parakeet. No, what? Come on. You, are you kidding me? That's, I got to be on one of these episodes. No. That's one of my, that's my go-to story. Really? We don't You're lying. I, told you I, I don't believe. How'd you catch a parakeet? Remind me if I do know. I was just walking home from like school and there was a woman raking her leaves and there was a parakeet on her windowsill. I was probably in sixth grade. Okay. 
And I was, I said, uh, oh, that's so cool. Your bird, you have your bird trained. Like, she's like, that's not my bird. That thing's been flying around. <laughs> and then I went, went on like a two hour mission and caught the parakeet. I threw a blanket over it. And then my parents came home and I had it in a shoebox. And I was like, can I keep this thing? We went to Woolworth. My parents had like a meeting because we didn't have pets. Right. <laughs> we didn't have. I mean, can you? I, I I think about that now. If I came home and my kids were like, "We caught a parrot," I'd be like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> like, I would. <laughs> I would have to be here, Petey. Come here. <laughs> That's amazing. My kids would be like, "We gotta, we gotta deal with a pandemic. We got no. My dad has no job. Our pets' heads are falling off." Oh, that's great. We had a parakeet. Um, I named him Beaker because I was not a very creative child. <laughs> that's a good name. Is it? Not bad. Beaker. And then, uh, and then as an adult, uh, an ex and I, as you know, had a, uh, we had a hedgehog for a little while. Oh yeah. Sonic? What uh, was Steve. 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 <laughs> that's a terrible name. <laughs> we had like a naming contest going for a while. There were some Quill I Am that's a great uh, name until a guy named Steve comes over. <laughs> Just a great name. The guy doing your flooring. My mom was like, did you name it after your grandpa? She's like, no. What? <laughs> she thought it was like a namesake because my grandfather was Steve. It's like, are you kidding me? It's, it'd be ridiculous. That would be a reason to not name it Steve. <laughs> no. <laughs> did you forget that that was your grandpa's name? <laughs> no. We just we had a naming contest going on Facebook, and uh, people were submitting names. And it came, came down to Steve and Grandpa. <laughs> Fun fact: my grandpa was the only person voting, so uh, it was just him over and over again. No, um, but in the meantime, we called him Steve to be funny, and then it kind of just stuck, you know. Oh, and then he started answering to it. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." We were just kidding around, and then he's just—he really <laughs> took to it. He wasn't Steve. We didn't want to confuse him. Sometimes pets name themselves. He's a hedgehog. He's total Steve. <laughs> I have an uncle who, uh, aunt and uncle who had a parrot. That's a weird pet to have because, first of all, this thing squawked all of the time. And the only way to get it to stop squawking was to throw a blanket over the cage. Oh, so yeah. It was in darkness. So we, that's how they sleep. We'd like, but we'd all be there. It'd be like Christmas and it'd just be like squawking under the blanket and we just had to ignore it. I could imagine though, like in your home, just every like serious family moment, you know, like yeah. anything that <laughs> we need to talk and just in the background, just <laughs> Is that, that's Beaker. No, that was, uh, I forget their parrot's name. Beaker was our parakeet. My, my aunt and uncle had a parrot. I don't remember the parrot's name. I was thinking about the name Steve, like it's short for Steven, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a name that you just take one letter off of and it becomes like, there is a difference. Steven versus steve yeah it's an extra syllable and it's just one letter <laughs> it's just one well in my family it's even worse because my middle name and my grandfather's name is uh steven with a ph but he went by steve with a v which oh, always really? threw me yeah well it's off balance it really is <laughs> it's not ph balance right it's not ph balance. <laughs> look at you oh man <laughs> stefan it's because steven steph curry spells it what S-T-E-P-H-E-N, right? Stefan? E-N or A-N? I think he spells it like Stephen. And here's the thing. My grandfather was a Esteban when he came here from Mexico. 
So he chose the worst spelling of Stephen for his name. <laughs> yeah, maybe he wanted to stand out though. I guess. I'm going to fast yeah. forward to this question because this, I've heard about this before, um, this anecdote, but it is about a parrot. And there was a president, um, I will tell you who the president was, Andrew Jackson had a pet parrot and he had to be escorted from Andrew Jackson's funeral, this parrot. Why? Yeah. The parrot's name was Polly, Paul. Um, and I'll give you some choices. Why did Andrew Jackson's parrot have to be removed from his funeral? Was it because animals were not allowed? It would not stop cursing. <laughs> it began pecking the casket. Or it was landing on guests. I'm going to go with it would not stop cursing. Because that's what I want the answer to you be. You would be correct. Yes. You are correct. <laughs> what was it doing? Uh, swearing. He had a profanity problem. He was maybe pissed that AJ had checked out. He was just like, fuck, he's fucking dead. <laughs> Who's going to kill the Indians? Fuck. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> Manifest fucking destiny. <laughs> uh, Katie, I'm sorry if you're still listening with your children. <laughs> Put them on the 20. <laughs> I love your 20 idea. I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> I just want to say, I don't know how this doesn't have more traction just to make it a rotating 20. We should so rotate fine. it. Uh, do you know Andrew Jackson's nickname, Old Hickory? Mm -hmm. Anyway, they say Old Hickory was known for letting the expletives fly. I believe that. And uh, the, the Polly was swearing so loud it was starting to disturb people. So they removed the bird from the funeral. I would love that if my funeral raffle started dropping some alpha ass bombs. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> They're starting to. The responsorial psalm is All I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving. Who's going to throw me the fucking ball? <laughs> what? Who was that? It's Ralphie. He talks now. I mean, we are so. <laughs> we are so chill about parrots talking. It's crazy. Like it's normal. Like it's the craziest thing. Like when you see a parrot and you see the owner, the first thing you ask him, hey, does he talk? Is this, can I, right. can I converse with your bird? <laughs> but that has to get old so quickly. Yeah. Like the novelty wears off immediately when you're like, okay, stop talking now. Parrot, we're trying to go to sleep, you know? He's like, not fucking me. You know, like, I'm wide awake over here or whatever they say. I don't know. Sometimes they learn just a random word. Yeah. Like, I wonder, I wonder what I would teach if I could teach Ralphie one word outside, walk. Someone's here. Or like, like an announcement that someone, so they don't have to bark all the time. I feel like it'd be good. <laughs> so like, hey, the mailman's here. Just like something to let you know without yeah. having to go crazy. Although Ralphie's not a barker, really, is he? He'll bark when people come by the house. Remember the far side? The uh, guy finally built the dog translator. And he's got a line, he's the headphones, and every dog's just <laughs> saying, hey, 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 hey. That's so great. Ralphie, my favorite thing about Ralphie, your dog, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, is uh, Ralph, how old is he? Uh, two. Irish Golden Doodle? Which is 14 now. He's, oh, okay. he's, a, he's a total teenager. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, he's like, he still thinks he's a little dog. 
this dog it can just like knock you over you know what i mean but oh, doesn't, yeah. just doesn't realize it like he jumps up he's taller than your kids you know and uh but doesn't realize it just jumps on your lap like he's like 20 pounds yeah and that's a reflection on us that's like we're assholes for not having them train like not jump on people it's no, embarrassing it's not it no it's how dogs act that's how you gotta that's a new thing i gotta tell people now you're like just knee him in the chest would you just <laughs> just kick my dog in the head if it's he like just seen an airplane where they're just jumping and then, and then you put it on the visitor just put him you have to put him in a headlock <laughs> and rock him to sleep. Do you know how to do the camel? Do you know the camel clutch? Just put him in the, pick his paw up. When it starts to go limp, then you can, then he, he'll, he'll chill out. He'll settle down a little bit, but he likes you. He really likes you. He's two. <laughs> the camel clutch. Uh, what kind of bird did Thomas Jefferson own at least four of in the White House? Was it a parrot? Okay. A more, a more mild mannered, Parrot. Tenages. Canary. Mockingbird. Ooh. Or a duck. Oh man. I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go canary. No, it's a mockingbird. Ah. The correct answer. Another dumb and dumb reference. Dumb and dumber reference. <laughs> you wanna take it? No, go ahead. Mock. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great scene. Do mockingbirds like swear at you then? Is that their thing? So, like, yeah, they just imitate. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> All people are free, huh? <laughs> How many do you own? <laughs> like, are you mocking me? Yeah, you're a hypocrite. Named your house. What kind of livestock did Woodrow Wilson keep on the White House lawn? Cows, cattle, roosters, cows, pigs, or sheep. Oh man, what constitutes livestock? I didn't know roosters were livestock. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought roosters for livestock. I guess if you can cook them, I guess eat them, right? Chicken stock, rooster stock. There you go. Um, I'm gonna go sheep. It's sheep. Oh wow, that's nice, great. Bro. Yeah, they had a flock of sheep grazing on the lawn. Uh, got it out of control though. And uh, they had to get rid of them. Was that like was that like the original lawnmower? Yes, it, it was, was their Roomba. I mean, that was the that was the the idea behind it. All right, and uh, uh, the final one. All right, which president's mutt, Fido, popularized the name for dogs? Fido. Oh, that's great. Is it Gerald Ford, James Monroe, Abraham Lincoln? Or Teddy Ruxpin. No, I'm that can't Ted, be right. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Ruxpin lost the general election. <laughs> he was a Democratic candidate at one point. Teddy Ruxpin wasn't talking about speaking animals. Teddy oh, yeah. Ruxpin. Very true. Did talk. He sure did. <laughs> he sure did. I can't wait for him to say a few words at my funeral, actually. Um, I think because of the time frame here, I, I think I'm going to go with uh, with Gerald Ford because I know like when I was a kid, Fido seemed to be a popular dog name. So I'm I'm going Jerry. Final answer. Oh, it is your final. <laughs> the answer is Abraham Lincoln. Ah, son of a bitch! That guy did everything. Still a lawyer in Springfield, had uh, had Fido, who followed him everywhere. What a great name! And he he came up with that name. That's awesome. That dude's done so much. That might be more of his legacy than maintaining the country because 
<laughs> that's that seems Fido is forever. The old uh, union seems to be in the balance. That it is. Uncertain times. That's what we need right now. More uncertainty amidst all of this. No, we're gonna get there. We sure are, buddy. All right, that closes up the old presidential pet trivia. Yeah, that was good stuff. Thanks to the listener who sent that forward. I think about getting a pet, but then I keep having these dreams where I have a pet and I forget to feed it, and I think that's a sign that I probably shouldn't have a pet. Is that a weird thing to dream? Yeah, I don't know if I've had that one. I've been getting what, that. What recently. kind of pet do you have that you're not feeding? Sometimes, like it's a dog, and that's like I would never not feed a dog, you know? Sure. I, maybe, maybe that's how I killed that orchid. Maybe it was trying to tell me to <laughs> to throw that orchid in ice cube, um, but unfortunately didn't make I mean, it it's hard right because you got travel ahead of you probably yeah if, if things you know pick up next year yeah it would be nice to have um have a dog but it's a lot of work right and you're gone you gotta maybe once you settle down now that you're 40 jim you're, you're gonna be thinking you have a lot of dreams you're gonna, you might dream about a woman one of these nights <laughs> rather than <laughs> animals that you're not feeding do you think i don't dream about women now wait a minute i'm not sure it sounds like you're just dreaming about empty dog bowls and <laughs> i dream about women and not feeding them also <laughs> sure. i i would challenge you to get a pig a baby pig do you, you ever see those that those like, like a, pigs yeah that's like a trend now for sure although and they're supposed to be super smart they are but there's also a lot of people who are who think they're buying potbelly pigs and it turns out they're just buying baby pigs. So like in six months, they're just like, oh, oh, hey, this is a lot bigger than it's supposed to be. The pig is huge. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like the alligator in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but they're smart. I bet you could teach one how to talk. A couple words. I don't know if, they, I don't know if that's... If you like really tried. <laughs> if you like redo it a lot. <laughs> like a real good dad. Why do people love these potbelly pigs? What do they do? I had nothing they're just different they're unique and that's the thing like picking a pet like the hedgehog was very cool because it was a different pet but after a while you're like yeah okay it's got fucking spikes who cares you could you let the hedgehog like out like walk around watch shows with you yeah we'd let it out um he was pretty timid though um what he would do he would normally wait till everyone was because they're they're pretty much blind um so what uh he would normally do is just wait till everyone was sleeping and then run in his wheel all night long and that's you name him after steve wonder (laughs) Uh, I did. I that did. was like your covert way. We're not going to be blatant and call him Stevie. We'll call him Steve. And people who figure it out, they figure it out. It's exactly what we did, Pat. You're <laughs> on to me. You're the first one to, to know it. Also, I just, found, I just saw this. I had pulled this up earlier. I didn't really pay attention to it. Uh, Steph Curry's full name, Wardell Stephen Curry II. Oh, really? How do you get Steph out of that? Like, like just blatantly blow past Wardell. You're like, I'm not going to enjoy that at all. I'm not gonna oh, be so Ward- his dad is Dell. Ah. So his dad is Wardell, Stephen Curry, and he went by Dell. So he went by Steph. He went by Steph. Make his own name. Can't wait to meet his kid, Hen. <laughs> What's the other Curry's name? What's the... Uh... Seth. Seth. That's not good to do to yourself as a parent. Steph and Seth. Give yourself two names like that. They're so close together. 
Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, so I have a sister named Trisha, and people used to always ask, so is it Patrick and Patricia? Oh, wow. And we never even thought of that. My mom and dad never thought of that, but you could see how people think that. But that the fact that people think that is <laughs> I, no, no, it is not. Her name is not Patricia. It's Patricia. <laughs> and Patrick. <laughs> you know? I wish it was Patrick and Patricia, and you guys just went by Trisha and Trick. <laughs> It'd be great if you were Trick McGann. Like a fighter pilot or a magician. Those are the only two roles you could have in life. I remember we used to drive by uh, Kilpatrick, and she'd always say, "That's oh, look at that's my favorite street." <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always look up, and it's oh, Kilpatrick, awesome. so sweet. Oh man! All right, buddy. Should we, should we remind everyone to uh, download, subscribe, review? Anything you want to plug? No, I got nothing. But yeah, you uh, do have something. You're turning four zero. Everybody, if you want to reach out, Brighton Jim's day. He's got a lot going on. He's moving <laughs> furniture around. He's got a assist remnant on his neck that it is gone. It is. You can see the the footprint of it, but it's mm-hmm. it's gone. And, and so glad that you got that thing. That's the funniest part of our conversation last week. With you just ripping it afterwards. I'm like, hey, can I show you something? Oh, I've already seen it, Jim. I, I'm well aware. <laughs> I was concerned. You sure were concerned. You know, you're you're not you're not in your 30s anymore. <laughs> you got a day and a half, buddy. Happy half birthday to you. What do you uh, what are you and Sarah doing for uh, for her birthday? Do you celebrate uh, that and the anniversary together because they're so close or separate? Oh, dude, I get steamrolled, right? I mean, I gotta. We're not really going anywhere, so we'll celebrate here with the kids. Um, they'll make some stuff. And yeah, we'll have a nice time. I got some, a couple things up my sleeve, maybe a dinner. She doesn't listen to this, so. <laughs> my thought is that I'm going to have some food delivered, and we'll make a night of it. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be great. Well, wish her a happy 30th birthday, and... Uh... <laughs> I will, buddy. I hope you have a good one. I hope everyone out there is doing well. Thanks for checking in with the all over the place again. We love you guys. Um, when you drop some reviews on there, as we mentioned, that really helps us. Any suggestions, anytime you want to reach out. I mean, look, at we, we read some trivia tonight that a listener saw us. We love being interactive. Great. Right. So like interact. People, I feel like more people reach out to me. Is that because you're famous and unattainable, or do you just not check your DMs? No, I'm neither of those things. Okay. Very much easy to get a hold of okay send some stuff don't be a jag off you're brimley <laughs>